Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is your main event, Mark's Podcast, brought to you by Belly Up Unhinged Radio Network Sports. I'm your first host, lifelong wrestling fan, former radio guy, cat dad, and quintessential stud muffin. I am Troy. And with me, as always, is the main event collector and figure hunting warrior. He is the ECW Encyclopedia of Classic Wrestling. And Tony Mamaluke to my little Guido. It's Greg. What's up, Greg? What's up? I just... <laughs> Good one. The stuff uh, thing, dude. He's, he's, he's a bigger dude. That's the reason for it. And you're small as hell. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm packing on some pounds lately, and and I did that you over the summer too. You are not pounds still. Oh, no. thank. Oh, hell no. I don't have moves. <laughs> but uh, before we get too far into this, uh, we also are rounding out this three man booth today with a guest, our first one in a while. He is the big Sally Graziano in this FBI. You son of... <laughs> I was looking like, who is he going to who is he gonna compare me to? Of course, uh, I knew it. He is our special <laughs> guest host, the hardest part of the ring, Kyle, from the Apron Bump Podcast. What's up, man? Well, I was going to say I'm happy to be here, but now I'm not. So I, I am here, though. Yeah, so like, well, true. bye. I could have said Tracy Smothers, at least. I think it was on the show. Yoshihiro Tajiri. Uh, who else we got? Well, originally, because I was trying to stick with people on the show, because originally I was going to go with Tracy Smothers, Little Guido, and J.T. Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. All in one. Well, yeah, that that's the trio, of course. You know, when I think Good. of full, full-blooded Italians, I think of, uh, you know, the, the, the Tennessee boy and uh, the black guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some of those in Italy, right? Yeah, I, dude, I swear to, <laughs> I swear to I mean, God, my mother-in-law got into an argument with my wife one day because she tried saying that there are no black people in England. My wife is like, yes, there are. My mother-in-law is like, no, uh, not. 
yeah, I'm like, what? And she's like, those accents on TV are fake. And she's like, what? <laughs> well, it's, it's the other way. There's a lot of British people that have American accents. So you wouldn't right. even think that they were. Dude, her <sighs> mind is going to be blown when you just sell those 007. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, there's... Well, even on that new uh, Rings of Power show, there's that Lenny Henry on, that's on there, and he's got a thick British accent. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, I didn't fake. think British accent was going to be the end of that sentence. Thought you had to fix something else. <laughs> wow. oh, God. Sword? Uh, thick sword, huh? Lord yeah. of the Rings? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, swords got, in that, he's, right? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hard foot, so he's got big, thick feet. You go, ah. you, know what, you know what it means when you got big, thick feet? It means you walk a lot. Big, thick socks. Yeah. but i'm I'm trying to save it (laughs) we're we're getting off the rails already but yeah uh to anybody who has been listening long enough i've been playing uh kyle's promos on the show for quite a while now and i've guessed it on his show a couple of times first time we talked about fall brawl 95 which was an experience that was something yeah Uh, anything that hey i hear 1995 wrestling and i'm there all right. Oh man, you hear the shark and uh, Kevin Sullivan are going to be in the ring. You're like, I'm all over that. Oh yeah, yeah. The <sighs> the guy who could be played in a biopic by uh, Danny DeVito and uh, right. you know, and and John Tenta. Was that the Was that the show where uh, Paul Orndorff was like yelling at a mirror and like kissing it? No, that was when he. Well, that was when he was he had lost his confidence and the guy with uh, the. I think the it's Epcot. in this era though, right? Uh, well, it was it the is, uh, the yeah. psychic guy. I forget what his name is. Yeah, Dan, Dan Gary, not Dan Spivey, Gary Spivey. Gary? Yes. yes. Yeah. That, that is correct. Yeah. So <laughs> anybody go back and, oh, God, if you want to check out his show, though, man. He covered, if, if you like what we do, you'll like what he does. So I appreciate I that, man. I discovered it and I'm liking it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we're trying to change things up I, a little bit on, on the show, but uh, he really changes it up. Uh, you've covered ring most recently. You and I, uh, when I was on there, we covered ring of honor in uh, 2003. So yes, sir. Not, not too different from uh, the show we're covering today, to be honest, a lot, a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of indie riffic stuff, uh, you know, not too far in the future from this thing. It, it is insane to me that that was already two decades ago. I know, right? Yeah. Like where the hell is time going? Like I just saw a tweet today that said Bailey's celebrating ten years in WWE in January. I mean, it's been ten years. My God, where the hell is time going? I know, right? Like, <sighs> I think about when uh, we went to uh, SummerSlam in Brooklyn, and I'm like, Man, yeah, that was right. uh, seven years ago. Yeah, right. Like, good grief. But today we're going back 22 years in the past. Uh, Greg is happy that we broke from uh, you know my anal. The compulsiveness, you know, with uh, having to stick with the fives. And you really tens. do have a problem. You got to get. That. What's wrong with your anus? What, what was that? <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, well, he, Greg, Greg always gives me crap because we stick to. Uh, it, it's like five, ten, twenty years in the past. It, me standing in like five or zero in order to do the show. I get that. That's I get thing. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I have a thing about that, but we've been one breaking thing, off okay, a little bit. One thing that I noticed too, because we were overlapping with everything conrad does I'm like that's I, I don't know i feel like we're just repeating everything you're just doing it better right i, I oh. like to think well yeah of course because we're not hawking dick pills in the middle of our show so there's that <laughs> well, why not for mortgages well. you just take them yeah right. yeah you just take them and shut the f up so, <laughs> Anyway, uh, but today, uh, the, but what does not make Greg happy, though, is we are covering Extreme Championship Wrestling. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I will say this, and uh, Greg has said this, you know, 2000 is his favorite year, if he had to pick a favorite year, of ECW, and I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it was some good stuff, I thought. Yeah. Uh, not everything was uh, crap, not everything was a home run, there was a, it was a mixed bag, man. A lot of doubles, a lot of doubles yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, this was, uh, this was something. Ironically, though, I don't like ECW that much, but RVD is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, so there's that. There were a lot of guys on the show where I would say, you know, if you had to put a shining light from ECW, you know, it, it would be on some of these guys on this show. Yeah. So right. that's a positive. But uh, time out here real quick to let you know that the main event marks is sponsored by Swift Lifestyles. They are clean energy drinks and focus enhancers, great tasting vitamins and big brain nootropics that are made and shipped from the USA. Go to swiftlifestyles.com and use our special promo code main event marks, all one word to get 15% off your order. It's main event marks, all one word to get 15% off your order at checkout. Let's uh, get into it. Cause there is a lot of news and notes from this time uh, to cover. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is kind of the, uh, the ECW is a coffin on roller skates edition here because <laughs> it's even though we, you know, I enjoyed some of the quality on the show. Uh, it's all but dead. It's, it's, it's like a walking corpse. It just doesn't know it's dead yet. <laughs> the crowd was super hot though. Like I was, ex- I was expecting because like 2000 for WCW and ECW, it's like, okay, they're, they're on life support. I was expecting to see just a bunch of nobodies and the crowd not to be into it. Like we're in Minneapolis. We're not even in like the home of yeah. ECW, but the crowd was hot. It was a huge arena. I don't know like how much of it was sold, but I mean, it was loud in there. And I mean, the talent, I mean, we were talking about this before we hit record, but like I've been watching a lot of 95 ECW and man, this is night and day. I mean, as far as like production, as far as injury oh, yeah. quality, just how everything flows. It was maybe, so maybe I just had a low bar coming into this, but the show exceeded my <laughs> expectations uh, by a lot. I oh, think. for sure. They, they had that TNN money, right? That's this is when their production got up a little bit. They had some lights. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I will say this: I've always maintained, no matter my thoughts on ECW, their fan base was always they always showed up. For sure. Always, they're loyal. Yeah, That's yeah. for sure. Yep. Well, we're gonna get into all that and uh, the TNN stuff. Uh, that's actually the top story right after this break. Follow the main event marks on Twitter and Instagram at main event underscore marks and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Get ready to rumble in your new main event marks merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, masks, hats, stickers, pins, and much more on our Redbubble store. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com. You can also pick up some awesome clothing items with the latest updated show graphics on our Bonfire store. That's bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Support your favorite retro wrestling podcast and pick up some cool swag on our Bonfire and Redbubble stores. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com and bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper of TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. Expert fantasy advice, free contests, leading expert medical and legal analysis, and most importantly, you. Interact with us on all social media platforms or check us out at tssfantasy.com. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Check out the fun today and be a part of the most interactive fantasy show around. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. Real quick, we want to let you know that the main event, Marks, is sponsored by Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks that gives the energy that gamers need while in a long session without skimping on their health. Their products come in a powder form and you mix them into water. You can either choose from green apple or watermelon. You can also try both if you get their sample kit. Use our special link that is down in the podcast description, or you can simply go to shockedenergy.com at checkout. Use the promo code main event, all one word, to save 10% on your order. That's promo code main event, and you're going to save 10% at checkout. Do you like your coffee like you like your podcasts? Gimmick and politics free? Well, so do we here at the main event, Marks, and so do the guys and gals at Coffee Brand Coffee, where they ditch the gimmicks. You see, when you buy your coffee from other roasters, chances are that they've been sitting on the shelf for heaven knows how long. Don't rob yourself of freshness. At Coffee Brand Coffee, they roast to order, ensuring that you get the freshest coffee possible. And as Greg will tell you, that's what counts. Coffee Brand Coffee offers bagged coffee as well as K-Cups. And for the non-coffee people, they offer a variety of teas and cocos. Just click on the link down to the podcast description or go to coffeebrandcoffee.com and use our promo code MAINEVENT, all one word, at checkout to get 5% off your order. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the promo code MAINEVENT to save 5% at checkout. But news and notes time here. ECW on TNN was canceled after this show with a final episode airing on October 6, 2000 in favor of WWF Raw is War moving to the network. Rest so, in peace. Yeah. Rip bozos. Uh, you know what? Real quick, you know what I never got about that? Because they did so much business together. Why couldn't they just have them both on the same network? It's weird. I uh, don't get... I mean, they just didn't want ECW, clearly, but they've done a lot of work together. <laughs> so... Right. Yeah. 
and there's something I'm going to talk a little bit about that. It, people, you know, for all the people that talk about, you know, Vince is a heartless bastard and wanted to destroy everybody. Um, I have something about that coming up actually in a story. But uh, while we're talking about Raw moving to TNN, uh, Raw made his debut on TNN this week and it featured the TV return of Steve Austin. Rating was below Raw's average, but what? was still a strong number uh, considering the first week on the new channel and considering that it didn't get to promote it nearly as much as they'd hoped for. Uh, do you remember yeah, USA had a thing where they were they were not allowed to promote it? And then if you watch the last USA episode, they hammer it home. It's like, what the hell are you going to do? Fire? <laughs> it's funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like the last 10 seconds. Wait, next week we're on TNN? What? What's that? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all, actually. Well, did, did anything it's, significant happen on that first show? Well, actually, this is when uh, returned, I believe, yeah, from his neck, right? Yeah, he returned from something. I can't remember why he was gone at this time. Was this? Yeah, this was the this was the neck injury. This is when he returns from getting hit by the car. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. that's right. Because I got a story about the the car thing coming up too. God. Uh, furthermore, WCW barely reaped any rewards with the ratings staying at about the same. Uh, it's a big blow to them because the big talk. Uh, talking point for weeks now within WCW has basically been wait until Raw moves to TNN and that's when we'll be able to get back in the game. Well, yeah, bro. They're done, bro. Yeah. In the mud. Bro, wait till they move to the Nashville network, bro. We'll get them then. We'll flank them from the side. <laughs> Judy Bagwell's got the, got the quarter hours for sure, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh my God. Bro, we're going to have them wrestle in pudding, bro. It'll be, it, it'll be bonkers. And then Keep mind, come out off of New Blood Rising. This is coming out of New Blood Rising, by the way. So what the hell are they oh. going to do? Oh, yeah. They're already well, at rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, and, and just when you think, well, it can't, because usually their August show was, uh, as we discussed before, uh, Road Wild. Now in the archives, we covered the last one in 99. It's like, oh, well, they, they're going to replace it with New Blood Rising. It can't possibly be worse than Road Wild, right? Well, uh, about well, that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it, there weren't racists revving up their motorcycles. But I was about to say, is, is Road Wild and Hog Wild the same thing? Yeah, they had to change the name after, yeah. was it 96? was the first one. Did, did the hogs get pissed? Do you have a bunch of angry pigs right. storming the gates? Well, they apparently Hog is trademarked by Harley Davidson. So they, oh. they sent a cease and desist. But at the time, all the promotional stuff was out there for the event. So they were like... Uh, can you wait until next year to sue us? Didn't they not? Hulk Hogan gave, uh, got a Harley Davidson from the fans and then it got run over by the giant and his monster truck. It was okay. <laughs> oh then. yeah. <laughs> you uh, maybe that was in retaliation Hogan, by the way on something promoting your trademark. Why the hell wouldn't you be okay with that? Right. <sighs> Especially then. NWO Hogan, by the way, like when <laughs> right. it was hot as hell and you, Oh, we don't want hog associated with that. He drives them. Well, well it's a free yeah, I mean, publicity. To begin with, I can see your point, but after they watched the show, would you want your brand associated with that? Okay, yes, yeah, true. But I mean, like, <laughs> this is all before the show. Right. So, but either way, uh, they didn't do that. Uh, uh, they didn't do that this week, and Raw's rating is only going to improve as more fans get accustomed to the channel change, and Viacom promotes it some more. Raw put on a monster of a show for their debut with Austin's return, a Rock Chris Benoit title match, and an ENC versus Hardy's ladder match. Meanwhile, Nitro had Booker T versus Vince Russo, an unadvertised. 
<laughs> unadvertised Goldberg-Scott Steiner match that bombed in the ratings. Can't imagine why. And a bikini contest that actually pulled a strong rating, but still not even in WWF's ballpark. Well, who was in the bikini well, contest? It pulled, it That's the real question. It, I'll tell you that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't copy down all the all the notes here. I'm going you got to do the research, to, Troy. I'm going to yeah. assume it's Stacey and Tori. I just I feel like that's a safe, safe bet. bet. Yeah, right. Well, apparently there was uh, the one thing I did think was funny from when I was glancing through the notes of Nitro was apparently Conan was on commentary and somebody maced uh, Chronic, like the members of Chronic. And Conan joked and he said, I'm surprised they sold for the mace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chronic. Uh, I love Conan, man. I like Conan on commentary. Like he would like just straight dump on people and and it never went over well and he kept doing it well keep in mind he was on commentary when this this was becoming a complete joke so right and what better time what better time to put k-dog on commentary than when you (laughs) suck (sighs) it's almost like uh, jim ross now he kind of makes like little thinly veiled shots at aw on his commentary oh they're thickly veiled that's for sure yeah, he uh, gives. He tries, to, he tries to get through them real quick, though. If you notice, though. Oh, uh, yeah, zero yeah, f's. Sorry, not paying attention. But anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, he gives zero uh, f's whatsoever, <laughs> and then he'll go on his podcast and talk about how great the show was. That's like he just crapped on it all night. Uh, Greg, Greg Turnout, uh, defiance their uh, virus power. Stupid yeah. ass shower. Is he on Rampage ex- exclusively now? I hope so. He was last week. He was not on Dynamite last week. He was on Dynamite last night. As a uh, I haven't watched it yet. Now I'm not going to. But they do yeah. have Man with a Mask. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. I, him I, and Regal. Exactly. I just, I just want Regal flirting with him all night in inappropriate ways. <laughs> you look absolutely scrumptious today. Yeah, that one. He like was like, I just want to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> the one he's like, I just want to eat you up. Nom, 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 nom. Like, what the hell, dude? Somebody get this man's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I you think I might prefer the fellas. They can do a hell of a lot better than uh, Excalibur, but uh. yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, they could have had uh, Don Callis or something, right? Or maybe Joey yeah, Styles, right? perhaps. A model right there. Yeah. Yeah. He- heaven forbid. Uh, but regarding the WCW ratings, there's a lot of feeling that Vince Russo's job is on shaky ground. He's said to be more aware of it to, uh, than anyone, which is why he has booked so much of the show around himself in hopes of protecting his job. Yeah, because that always Old move well. Yeah, right. Let's, let's see if it pays uh, off for him. He's honestly uh, out, I believe, in the next few weeks. In his, in in like the lay, in like the lightest form of defense possible, Kevin Sullivan was told, "Look, uh, as soon as you're done with your storylines, you know, we want you off TV." And he dragged that crap out, so it kind of <laughs> worked for him. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wouldn't use Kevin Sullivan as your uh, your uh, basis for who you aspire to be, though. So yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's well, uh, he's got his height. To be fair, so we have to you know factor that in. Hey, he's got Good a point. line on the socks though, and I do not. <laughs> uh, ECW has been given a surprise stay of execution by Governor McMahon. Uh, this is what I was talking about <laughs> earlier. What? <laughs> Sounds like a new generation wrestler. <laughs> stay of execution. Uh, well, oh, I'm pretty sure Glenn Jacobs played him. Oh, oh Lord. man, he would have too. Uh, but Vince <laughs> agreed to waive his exclusivity deal 
uh, and allow ECW to stay on TNN through the end of the year, apparently just out of the goodness of his heart. If ECW finds a new TV deal during that time, they're free to leave. But as part of the agreement, TNN still isn't going to promote them. (laughs) Well, you know. Look, you can stay on in the graveyard hour, but uh, we're not going to advertise you. So uh, good luck. (laughs) Well, I feel feel like WWF and ECW worked together more so in the mid 90s, right? When like everybody was kind of struggling. Yeah. So now WWF is thriving on their own. It's like, ah, these Paul, Paul, who? Get him out of here. Well, I like how Vince is like. Within a year, he'd be on the payroll, or less than a year, he'd be on the payroll. They're fine. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like, uh, you know, the the story is just McManny's like, God dang it, pal. Leave him on the graveyard hour. Throw him a bone. And then TNN's like, ah, you, it, maybe we'll just cancel him. I, it's it's <laughs> fine. We can just cancel it. Damn it, pal. Like, I tried. Yeah, he calls up. He calls up Paul. Sorry about that, pal. I really tried. And he's like, if I may have another volley, sir. He's like, nope, <laughs> nope, no more volleys. You're screwed. But. ECW is still in serious financial trouble. I know. I'm shocked, too. No! (laughs) Over the weekend, wrestlers who hadn't been paid in four weeks were given checks, but only for the previous two weeks. So everyone is still behind on pay. Uh, Be lucky you got that. Shut the F up. Uh, (laughs) uh, Last year, ECW was in a worse position and was bouncing checks left and right. Uh, But they got saved at the last minute by the TNN deal and the acclaimed video game deal. Which bombed, by the way. Uh, things are. It was a copy and paste video game. That's why it bombed. I know. attitude just with ECW. Yeah, I rented it. I was like, this is literally the same game I have sitting on my shelf, but with different <laughs> wrestlers. Uh, but things aren't quite that bad this time around, but it's getting worse. House shows were canceled this week, which is, of course, which, of course, really sucks for the wrestlers who are on a per night deal. Uh, Many ECW stars, uh, including top names, have reached out to the WWF and WCW because they're beginning to see the writing on the wall with ECW. Confidence in the company is low, and if Paul Heyman doesn't produce a new TV deal quick, it's only going to get worse. Negotiations with USA Network are still going on, but nothing is finalized. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we're in September right here, right? So this is when Raven debuts. The Dudleys are about to debut. Taz is coming at the... Or Kaz already there. Yeah, it's it's. I think the Dudleys have been there 2000? for a while, haven't they? Wait, yeah, two thousand. Never mind. I, I keep thinking we're in ninety nine. Never mind. Okay. It's all it all yeah, no, Raven, is, Raven is about to debut, though I believe. But, uh, Unforgiven. Taz, yeah, and Taz is about to pop up uh, at the Royal. No, Rumble. he's there. Was it yeah, Taz is already a jobber at this point? See, I think. Yeah. See, I think I feel like we're both a year behind. This is September okay. two thousand. So. For some reason, yeah. I was thinking he popped up at the Rumble two thousand. Okay, I I forget. Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, but this, oh, this is two thousand, right? God dang! See, I forget. Time time is a circle, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey okay. stuff. I <laughs> I don't do calendars. But Raven is about to debut, or already has, whenever this airs, at Unforgiven. Well, I he may uh, be the last one. It's funny you mentioned that because he already he actually just debuted because okay, there it is. WWF's Unforgiven pay-per-view is in the books. And aside from the Austin return, it mostly felt like a throwaway show. The show sold out months ago in Philadelphia and also saw the debut of Raven interfering in the Lawler Taz match as they played up the he doesn't even work here angle. <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> like that's four years ago. I like how that's like his default. Like he does it in the WWF. 
Like when he popped back up in ECW, they acted shocked. Like, he doesn't work here. What is he doing back? <laughs> and then uh, when he was in WCW, they're like, ah, that's Raven. He doesn't work here. He's just sitting in the crowd. And then when he showed up in TNA for the first time, they're like, oh, my God, it's Raven. What's he doing here? Like, he stole the title. He's like the man that never signs a deal that just shows the hell up whenever he wants to. <laughs> I love yeah, how he is always just Raven, though. Like, no matter where he is, he's the same guy, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I love that. So, you got you to respect anybody that trademarks that whole thing. I take it with me everywhere. That's yeah, right. trademarks a bird. Yeah. Yep. Got to respect it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, you know, sometimes he wears shorts. Sometimes he wears a dress. You know, whatever. Uh, it's a kilt. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, uh, after months of build, the first Kurt Angle versus Triple H singles match fell sort of flat. Needless to say, the return of Steve Austin was what everyone was there for, and he blew the roof off the place. Lawler and Taz was a strap match where you were supposed to drag your opponent to all four corners to win. So Taz ended up winning by choking Lawler out, and the ref called for the bell. God, sounds about right they never know how to do strap matches in wwe yeah they they finally got it well i guess that was the bull rope match they got it right with but yeah, it's all yeah, the they same got, they got yeah, either it's a strap a chain or a bull rope whatever the hell but you'll need uh, to know about your sexual life good lord uh it's but, not friday yet dude, okay you don't know anything oh shoot sorry my days are off no it's all good <laughs> I'll put this chain away then friday <laughs> Uh, Matt Hardy bladed during a cage match with Edge and Christian, and word is that Vince McMahon was against the idea of all four guys, but all four guys talked him into it, and he ultimately allowed it. Also, during the Eddie Guerrero versus Rikishi match, Rikishi attacked China, and it was really weird. It seemed like a heel turn, but no one was really sure if it was or not. It was not. That's coming, though. So Vince Russo's gone, and they're still like, bro, hit the woman. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's China. It's a gray area. Bro, we're gonna we're gonna abuse you, bro. I I like how the the story we had. I can't remember what podcast it was where she popped up in Japan and her first act after beating some no name female MMA fighter was she was like, I want to fight the men. It's like, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, didn't she wrestle like uh, Liger or somebody? She wrestled Liger. She wrestled Muda. She wrestled Chono. Uh, I think she wrestled Nagata. It was, yeah. Masa, my hero, Chono. You never get it right. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's... I, who the hell is he the hero of? He sucked. Chono? How dare you? <laughs> I've never Just because he has anything. no neck doesn't mean you get to besmirch the name of Chono. Good lord, I never thought How of that you before. He's right. a badass. Thank you. Yeah, he's got a, a head strapped directly onto his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Billy Kidman, or not Billy Kidman, God, different Billy. Uh, Billy Gunn, you know, daddy ass. And uh, the big show, the big ass, <laughs> they were both considered for the role of being the person who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. God, please let this be true. Uh, at one point, Gunn was the top candidate, but there's concern that he's not ready for that high of a position because the last time they pushed him as a singles guy, he did nothing to prove himself, which is why they reunited the outlaws. But the big <sighs> show... They're concerned that it would be giving a bad message to the locker room to reward him by putting him in a feud with Austin after he has so much heat for letting himself get out of shape. <laughs> He's about to Man. be taken off TV in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I did mention moves at the beginning of the show. so uh, But it's being kept secret. Uh, but within the business, most are speculating that it will be end up being Mick Foley. Bug out. Oh. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Hey, the, uh, 
it should have been Billy Gunn, though, because he was the one missing that night when he got hit. Like, there was a whole thing about it. Yeah, I guess there were a couple things about that. I guess one is Austin vetoed a feud with Billy Gunn because he was like, oh, God dang, kid, he ain't in my league. It's like, I, I guess, yeah, he has a point. Uh, the other thing is, I guess he has asthma, which is why he was always in a tag team, because it was hard for him to get through a singles match. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah more, right? that. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I never uh, really have seen a long Billy Gunn match, so that makes sense. Yeah. Now now you're going to think about it. <laughs> you're like, well, how? Uh, that's what, that's what Pritchard said. Yeah, right. Well, that's what Pritchard said. He was like, he, you know, when he was doing the single stuff, he would come back and he'd have to hit his inhaler, you know, when he as soon as he got back through the curtain. So, man, the more you know. Yeah, right. hide it under the ring. Uh, he, oh, that that would have been cool. Yeah, just like uh, take a powder to the outside, put your head under the bottom I think of the I, ring. And... I think I heard Kyle O'Reilly did that in Ring of Honor a couple times for his insulin shots, just in case. Seriously? Wow. This yeah, is the middle of the match. You give yourself a shot. Well, no, no in case he had to, in case, like, you know, no. Yeah, it can come on anytime if you have diabetes like that. So. Well, and it and it it does say something that uh, <clears throat> Kyle O'Reilly does somewhat resemble Scott Malkinson. Good lord. <laughs> and as we all know, uh, you know, you know, Scott Malkinson has diabetes. So. How dare you? I'm not touching that. <laughs> Get me out of that. Uh, I'm <laughs> joking. If anybody's actually offended by that, then uh, well, I don't care. But anyway. <laughs> See that? And you probably have diabetes too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you you know what? You, you go drink a glass of apple juice and tell me you don't have diabetes. All right. This, this year's America, dude. We're all overweight. We all have it. So get over it. Exactly. You hear that sound you make when you stand up? That's proof right there. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> we all make we all make dad noises when we get up. <laughs> yeah. I <sighs> he messaged me. Hey, we're recording. Oh God, I gotta get him and get my headset. <sighs> it's a real pain. My wife, weird, my wife gives me weird looks every time I stand up from a sitting position. She's like, really? I'm like, yes, I make noise at this age. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> you, made, you made it seven years ago. I, I right. didn't remember we're in the hotel in, in New York, and this is all I heard. You're going to have to bleep this. I heard, all I heard was, oh, shh. I will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> oh man! Uh, somebody else who was probably making noises after this was uh, Takamichinoku suffered a separated shoulder during Sunday night. More like Takamichinoku, right? Ha ha! Indeed, quote Jerry Lawler. God, that's uh, good. It's, yeah, it's one of those two. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. but he's. Uh, this was during a Sunday night heat taping uh, in a match with Dean Malenko. The show had to be held up, and he was taken out on a stretcher. And you, oh God, no, they had a whole Sunday night heat. Yeah, dang it, oh, you do oh. not hold up Sunday night heat. All right, that show has to be tight. All right, it's gotta be hot, right? It was exactly. <laughs> God. Hot Sunday night, you know, medium Chilliness. temperature. I don't know. Yeah, right. um, uh, lukewarm. Anyway, uh, that's nitro. Uh, that's oh, crazy. You say that because he broke his nose in the Royal Rumble 2000 earlier in the year. Did he actually break was- his nose? He did when he got thrown out on the out of the yeah. match. Remember that whole funny thing all night? That's yeah, why at the I, end, you know, he came back by himself because he went to the damn hospital. I thought he got a like concussion. the last time. All right. Wow. Well, maybe that. But, I mean, it's probably yeah, both. This was, yeah, this was now in the arch- year for him. Ah. Yeah. Now in the archives, by the way, we covered Royal Rumble <laughs> 2000. Uh, we mentioned it a couple times already. That was a show. Uh, but 
Look forward, guy, man. I didn't realize he got this messed up in 2000. <laughs> he was a crash test dummy. Yeah. Uh, but Vince McMahon has cracked the list of Forbes 500 richest men in America. Vince McMahon was listed as number 260 uh, with a net worth of $1.1 billion. Uh, just, for, just for comparison's sake, Ted Turner was number 25 with a net worth of $9.1 billion. Uh, he does own the Braves, well, how about that? to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah TBS. Yeah. yeah and I th- CNN. A little stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he owned a news network, multiple sports teams, a wrestling federation. He just merged with uh, another gigantic company. So, yeah. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, there's a lot of talk about splitting up Edge and Christian and pushing them as single stars. Uncle Dave thinks it's a bad idea because they're one of the most entertaining acts in the company right now. All right, I'll agree with that part of it. Uh, he also thinks Christian would likely be lost in the shuffle unless they reignite the light heavyweight division and push him as the focal point of it. About that. Well, that would, I guess it kind of does. They yeah. would break up in September the next year. Yeah. So you remember, your way. You remember Christian's awesome singles theme when he first broke off from No, Edge? I don't. Why don't you sing it for us? Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not going to sing it. But uh, was that the offer f- one? Yes, where it says, "At last, you're on your own." So good. Yeah, it was. That was quality. Stuff. I, I still maintain that if Freddie Mercury, if Freddie Mercury was alive, they would have had him do it. I, I maintain that. Yeah, I, I, not with those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been like, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna." It's like, uh, could, "Could you sing this?" Uh, you know what? I, I have a. Uh, I'm gonna go back and play with my cats. So to speak. Of, yeah, right. Uh, no, well, and he means it literally, too. He would not mean it figuratively. Oh. Uh, so speaking of cats, though, here's a transition for you. Jerry Lawler and Stacey Carter, a.k.a. The Cat, will be getting married this week in Las Vegas on her birthday. Don't you? Oh, how sweet. How could this possibly end badly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, uh, start the timer. To win, uh, have another <laughs> uh, man is, in her bed. This story, this story goes back to uh, Paul Heyman coming into WWE. I don't know if anyone can piece that together, but it does. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, oh, good lord! It, the thing is, like, of of the two people in that relationship, you'd think, ah, oh, Jerry Lawler's a scumbag, and you know he'll he'll be cheating on her. Nope. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, um, uh, put this in your. Uh, bingo card of what the F uh, WWF announcer Kevin Kelly wrestled on an indie show teaming with the Haas brothers uh, Charlie and, and Russ they aired a surprise video of the rock cutting a promo on Kelly and calling him Hermie like, oh man they did. <laughs> oh, Lord well and you know Greg if you don't like Kevin Kelly you can go die please die yeah yeah <laughs> Did uh, Kyle? You ever see that uh, that that tweet from uh, from Uncle Dave? I, I vaguely remember it. What was the exact? Uh, is that, said, that what it was? Uh, yeah, because like people were like criticizing his commentary in New Japan or something like that. It wasn't even like anything bad. They just uh, you know mild criticism, and he said, "If you don't like Kevin Kelly, please die." That's right. Yeah, that's the uh, way you know. Dave, Dave has his feelings on things. It's weird where he allocates his anger, but and I, you know, because when I think of uh, you know. <laughs> People that I need to defend the hill you die on. Yeah, yeah, the hill I will die on. Defend the hermit you die on. Dang it! Wow, (laughs) good lord. Uh, Well, it's uh, 
this isn't going to be a, a a big segment that we do every week, but let's transition into this. It's time for LOL WCW in 2000. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, this yeah. could be any, any number of things, but go ahead. All, th- all the stories I have are incredibly stupid, but I, you could probably pick up on that. We're done. Stay when you're done. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Lance Storm lost the U.S. title to Terry Funk during a Texas house show and regained it again the next night at another house show. Neither title change was recognized by WCW or acknowledged on TV. <laughs> it's almost like it's a waste of time or something. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's almost like they're bullcrapping us. Didn't they do that with the uh, the world title? Like Kane won it on a house show and then Edge won it right back or something? I don't remember that. I feel like that sounds true. Yeah, I feel like I remember that. I remember reading because I, I, like I said, I'm binge watching 1984. There was a moment where I guess the men on a mission beat the Quebecers because Pierre legitimately couldn't get out from under Mabel when he was pinning him. Right. And then he, they just won the titles back the next night. So it's happened before. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a whole that's lot a real, of man boo story. Buddy. It's a real story, by the way. It happened over in Germany or something like that. He he legitimately couldn't kick out, and the referee just counted three. So I mean, on the yeah. Top. <laughs> well and a couple of weeks ago we covered uh what was it from uh, from 88 uh, oh it was a uh, clash of the champions three uh we covered there's a story where on the house shows the ultimate warrior would come out at the beginning of the night squash uh, uh, yeah. the, uh the, the honky-tonk man and then they would tape matches throughout of him defending the ic title and then at the end of the night after the tapings were over uh, Jack Tunney would come out and reverse the decision and say, no, 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 uh, Honky Tonk Man's still the champion. Wow. I don't get it. Obviously, this is pre-internet, so... But still, why? Right. <laughs> Gotta get in the can, man. I just love uh, how that was all building to the actual way he wins the IC title on TV. <laughs> right? It just <laughs> squashes ass. <laughs> But I, I guess Honky Tonk Man was like the first like notable name he actually faced and that wasn't just like a jobber. And they said, no, like the jobbers aren't going to complain because they're just getting paid to get squashed. They're not going to make waves, whatever. So when he did his uh, his gorilla press slam, they come to the back after the first night and Honky Tonk Man's like, you ever squeeze my nuts like that again and I will kill you for real. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and come to find out he was doing the press slam completely wrong and just like hurking him up by his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I figured you did it. But yeah, right. Yeah, you're supposed to put your hand like, you know, like in the thigh area. So you're not just like full on like cupping the balls. Right? I don't know, man. I see some of these guys. It looks like they're four fingers deep at least. You know, <laughs> God, good Lord. Well, Three fingers my limit, dude. I would, I'd say no too. <laughs> well, what a champion you are! <laughs> and Warrior had them thick sausage fingers too. So you know, there you go. Yeah. Either way, uh, on Thunder, which, as we all know, was the A show, uh, they set up a Rey Mysterio oh. versus Juventud Guerrera best of five series of matches to determine the number one contender for the cruiserweight title. However, two minutes into the first match, Juvi legit blew out his knee, and they had to stop the match. He was supposed to win, by the way. It's of believed course. That the, it's believed that the injury isn't as serious as first thought, maybe just a sprain or hyperextension. Guerrero would come back and wrestle in a tag match a week later, and that was that. The best of five series was scrapped. No, they tried. 
I, I don't know why this company went under. I, I just, I, I like I the one good thing they do, Rey Mysterio and Hoventude, and just collapses. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you can't even get it up. that working. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, right. <laughs> this this just seems like a slam dunk. Like, uh, well, we can't possibly f this up. Well, about that. Give me some time. There was a lot of heat on Mark Madden this week. Speaking of effing things up. Oh, I am uh, shocked. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I, I could read this story at any point in the last five years and it would fit. <laughs> but it all started with Madden and OneWrestling.com writer Dave Scherer writing some nasty emails back and forth. First of all, I don't know who this guy is, but he's so bad that Uncle Dave says he's childish and stupid and immature. So I've heard the name. I don't know who the hell he is, though. Yeah, I have no idea. But Schurer had recently criticized Madden's commentary. Well, you know, that's bad. Uh, Schurer reportedly told Madden that he was going to get him fired from WCW. And Madden claimed that Schurer did indeed call WCW offices and try to take a case or make a case that Madden had said something racist. Uh, in reality, he said Mamacita on air, which apparently, if you're My right, word. you cannot say. D- didn't Eddie Guerrero have like a shirt that said Mamacita on it? <sighs> Yeah, right. Don't you dare buy that if you're white, okay? I think there were lyrics in his song that said it, too. (laughs) The opening of his song said Mamacita. And I got to point out, Sting didn't speak throughout all of 1997 until he wins the world title at Starcade. He looks dead in the camera and says, Mamacita. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't get that either. He didn't speak for a year, and that's the first thing he says. He forgot how to. Yeah, he forgot words. Forgot <laughs> uh, what sure. ethnicity he was. Uh, sure, denied calling WCW's offices, but he didn't deny the claim that he was going to get Madden fired. The emails went back and forth. I'm, all, I'm okay with that. Yeah, right. Hey, whatever you got to do, man, just get his ass out of there. Uh, but the emails went back and forth with both guys essentially trying to call the other guy gay or fat. Nice. <laughs> sounds like an ECW uh, show. It sounds like a Call of Duty, you know, uh, lobby. <laughs> oh, been there. Thank God those things were recorded. Don't don't forget about your mother, though. Your mother is always, you know, sleeping around no. in those lobbies too. Don't forget. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure somebody along in one of these emails dropped something about sleeping with the other one's mom. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Madden later made an unplanned call to the Wrestling Observer Live Internet Show and began trashing sure. That got Madden heat with Vince Russo, who had recently decided that Observer bad. So, wow, I'm oh. actually I'm actually on board with something Russo says. Holy crap! Well, uh, to make it worse, Vince Russo was just on Observer Live like two weeks before this, but in that two weeks since, he decided, bro, the bad. Well, Vince Russo says it. It must be true. Yeah, it's gospel. Take it to the. I don't know who to side with. Just like just think about it. His version of bad. Yeah, right. He <laughs> says they're the enemy. Uh, God, whatever. Bro, they're the Red Sox, bro. <laughs> well, he's a Giants fan, isn't he? He's a Yankee at heart. I don't, he I don't know he likes everything that I hate. And there's no reason I don't like him. Jeez. I don't know why a dude with a thick New York accent that grew up in New York, why is he a San Francisco Giants fan? Well, they were in, in New York years and years and years ago. Maybe his grandpa was and instilled it in him or something. Yeah, Maybe he's big, no, I, a big Full people House fan. Brooklyn that loved the Dodgers. So oh, good Lord. That. <laughs> Everywhere you look, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> bro, whatever happened to the, your sensibilities, bro? 
<laughs> Man, can somebody doctor up the Full House theme, but Vince Russo singing it. That needs to. That needs to be a thing. Or right, buy a cameo wait. from Vince Russo. Tell him yeah, to sing but, it. Yeah. Oh, buy dude, a cameo I would from pay you money for that. <laughs> Start uh, a would. That that's better than I printed out a, a picture of uh, like a high gloss photo of Dave Meltzer and I oh, got a sharpie and I signed it <laughs> uh, to Greg. Thanks for reading. Love Uncle Dave XOXO and I mailed it to him for his birthday. I still I still have it. I, did I not also throw that away. It's crazy. It's crazy sounds. I, I cherish it. It's a gift. But, yeah. I, well, I also <laughs> sent him a, a high gloss photo of uh, you remember the beefcake picture that was from uh, from Don Callis to Kenny Omega. <laughs> oh, a picture of that too. Of course. Yeah, uh, it's a that's gift. friendship. Yeah, right. You know it's what? My gift to crazy, the people. Crazy as, it, crazy as it sounds, those are really well thought out. So I have to like them. Yeah, <laughs> that that was a high quality troll right there. Uh, but. Speaking of Vin, Vinny Ruru, Vince Russo and J.J. Dillon reportedly got into an altercation at the WCW offices last week. The Ugh. story that's been going around is that Dillon was on the phone with someone talking about the September 18th Nitro and how stupid various parts of it were. Russo walked by, overheard, and blew a gasket. Man, some, what a... <laughs> kids, he didn't know. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's a secret. What a slow, <laughs> clumsy fight that would have been. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Uh, did did uh, were the were the horsemen there to back up uh, to back up Dylan or like you know, what, what was going on? <laughs> one stupid horse. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, that uh, that you know is is sick and Terry Funk punched it. The one yeah. who trust to back him up is Ben Juan. He's already gone. So yeah, right. yeah, he's in trouble. <laughs> yep. Well, contrary to rumors that Scott Hall would be returning this week, apparently Brad Siegel still hasn't given the okay. So until he does. No Scott Hall. However, there have been discussions, and apparently Hall has been told that if he does return, he'll be on a zero-tolerance policy. Only uh, one screw-up of any kind, and he's gone. Meanwhile, the WC- on the WCW hotline last week, they plugged Hall and DDP both, hyping that they would be on Nitro. Needless to say, neither guy was. <laughs> was DDP not I there anymore? He was here. He just wasn't on TV this week for some reason. Uh, I'm pretty sure Scott Hall never comes back to WCW. Yeah, yeah I, think I think Scott Hall did like a thing in ECW for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he does. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he pops up for a moment, and then he he actually pops up. There's a there's a cool video. Of him and Nash actually had a match at uh, I think it was in the Tokyo Dome in uh, over in Japan. That was pretty cool. It's short haired Nash. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Uncle Dave would have to weigh that out because I don't think he likes Nash, but. Uh, Speaking of DDP, he asked for his release, but Brad Siegel refused. Vince Russo has made it clear to DDP that he only wants to use him to put over younger stars, while DDP still wants to be in the main event picture as a top guy. Well, we wouldn't want that. A competent (laughs) over guy at the top of the card? No, that's silly. No, let's put Chronic in the main event against Goldberg instead. (laughs) Exactly. Bro, DDP's going to lose to Billy Kidman, bro. Bro, we got to push Tank Abbott, bro. (laughs) <laughs> Next chance. That's why I put him with three count, man, because that was money. Yeah, with his nipples cut out of his shirt. That was that's where the money was. Not wrong. That we're not making this up. WCW's Nitro Grill in Las Vegas is closing because it's deep in debt. Because it sucked. <laughs> Come get your Kevin Nashville chicken tenders. 
Oh God. Yeah. Hulk yeah. Hogies. <laughs> Uh, I never, I, I've never been to Vegas. I never ate there, but I've heard like people. I think Bischoff himself said the food sucked. So, yeah, we went by I, haven't, I haven't heard good things. We went by the building uh, during SummerSlam last year. We were in Vegas, and yeah, it just just for nostalgic purposes, I'm like, how would a wrestling theme restaurant fit right here? And just look at the building where it is. It makes no sense. Yeah, right. Uh, go see Fat Elvis, and then come over and get yourself a nitro burger. <laughs> uh, speaking of fat guys, ICP no showed the latest Thunder tapings. Oh no! However, oh, they manage. What's funny is that ICP would it draws more than Thunder in this era. <laughs> Why is ICP so prevalent in wrestling in this time period? Weren't they like at SummerSlam the previous year? Oh God, I think it was so. Two pre- it was ninety-eight, yeah, but they were. Yeah, that was it. Ninety-eight, that's what it was. Yeah, and they were in the dark carnival here too for quite a while. So they were in ECW, WCW, WWF, and TNA. I think Ring of Honor as well for a bit. Yeah, I think they popped up there. I was like, why? Oh, Ring of Honor, <sighs> like Chicago, Detroit. You know, everywhere around there. And if you're in Detroit and you're wrestling, they're there. I wonder if the Wicked Clowns will abide by the Code of Honor. <laughs> Uh, Ric Flair should be cleared to wrestle again in November. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to see. Does, get a fresh new face in there. <laughs> does he wrestle? I don't, I don't think, think he so. does. Yeah, no, I know he wrestled the last night, sure, obviously, but... Isn't it crazy? Yeah, he's only like halfway through his career at that point. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Dude, he uh, just came out and he said that Ric Flair's last match, he said, oh, I'm not done wrestling yet. Like, what? Uh, I saw that match. He shouldn't even wrestle that match. Yeah, the, the only thing that made it a match were the other two guys, uh, like on the other teams. Or excuse me, yeah. the other three guys, I guess. <sighs> that was disgusting. This story just, I was like, wow. Uh, Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch were backstage at Nitro looking to get back into the company. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, as was Big Dick Dudley. Wow. Yeah. Just or, or, no other Dudleys, just singular Big Dick? Yeah, it's just Big Dick Dudley. So, excuse me, that is Large Richard. Oh. That's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> uh, but WCW wasn't interested in any of them. I can't fathom why. Is Big Dick's Weird. leg still broken from that unfortunate uh, trash truck accident or however he broke his leg? <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this story. What the hell happened? Maybe, maybe that's a deep cut. Uh, uh, Big Dick broke his leg. I don't know how he did, but the storyline was that he like owns like a Tra- trash truck company and he ran over his leg or so. I don't know. I- I'm paraphrasing. Uh, I'll get back to you. So, on that. so he, uh, so he went into business with Duke Drozzi then. Oh, now there's no, that's no, the money no. storyline. <laughs> no, because Duke Drozzi doesn't have accents in the garbage field. He probably would have protected him. So no, unless See, he didn't like that's him. That's the thing. He sh- or that. I guess there's that. I guess there's two ways. Maybe he did it. it for the Rock or something. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for the people. <laughs> Anyway, uh, getting into Japan to wrap things up here. So Vader is expected to return next month from why and make his debut for Noah. But now with the all Japan pro wrestling versus new Japan pro wrestling interpromotional angle going on, Vader recognizes that he has a chance to be a part of a big money program. So he's apparently leaning towards returning to all Japan instead. This did not happen. He did end up going to Noah. And that's where the big money in Japan is 
is no hope. Well, going to be worse than fussing around with Bradshaw or whatever he's doing in WWF. Good lord, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just, just a fat piece of shit. <laughs> you remember that, that promo? Is that what Bradshaw said? No, it's uh, no, no they, he lost yeah. his mask. <laughs> they, they interview him right out because he's in a mask versus mask match against Kane and he loses because, you know, his mask didn't come off in every single <laughs> match ever. Uh, and he gets out in there and they're like interviewing him post match like, oh, well, you know, you've been on kind of a losing streak. You know, what's up with you? And he's like, I just I'm just a fat piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. This. this is hilarious, though. It's on. I want to say, <laughs> say it's a pay-per-view. No, it's on Raw. I remember that because. Uh, I, I want to say it's on Raw anyway. Maybe? I, I feel like they wouldn't have they would have bleeped that on Raw. That sounds like a, a like a Jack thing. Yeah, I don't remember metal perhaps. Well, well, after the the best part was after the match, Paul Bearer puts on the Vader mask and starts jumping around the ring doing the Vader sign. <laughs> okay, I for some reason distinctly remember that. I laughed my ass off. Like that was <laughs> awesome. <sighs> Latest last story I got here is actually MMA. Uh, the latest UFC pay-per-view is in the books, and the only thing really notable from a wrestling standpoint is that Dan Severn got soundly defeated in the first round by Pedro Rizzo uh, from a kick to the knee. Well, how Ouch. about that? Uh, the whole build-up to this was the nostalgia of having Severn back in the UFC. Severn looked outmatched by Rizzo. Uh, it's worth noting that Severn is also the champion for World Extreme Fighting, which is UFC's biggest American rival, and he got smoked in a UFC fight, so that kind of buries WEF. Uh, the same wow. thing. The same thing happened with uh, Bobby Hoffman, who is the champion of another company, and also lost here. Neither man was allowed to wear the belts of the other promotions to the cage, and it wasn't acknowledged on commentary. Mark Coleman, the current uh, heavyweight champion for Pride in Japan, was interviewed, and they didn't acknowledge that title either even though they talked about him fighting overseas. That's the equivalent of WC or when uh, WWE is like, oh, they're big in Japan. Fighting all over the world. Yeah, he's been a champion everywhere he's been. Meanwhile, he's been in one promotion his entire career until coming here. Oh, hey, not wrong. Yeah, but that like, promotion might have went everywhere. Yeah, well, that, that's true. That counts. Uh, that does it for the news and notes. You guys ready to get into uh, the event? I'm ready I to cause so. some anarchy. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Anarchy's about to rule. Ready for this. Follow the main event marks on Twitter and Instagram at main event underscore marks and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. By God, somebody's interrupting the main event marks. Sit down, JR. It's just me. Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom, your host of Here in Puckburg on the Hockey Podcast Network. I know, a hockey show on the main event marks. Who would have thought? This is an invasion angle. Somewhere between the Nexus and when WCW tried to invade WWE, you know, somewhere in there. But I'm over here just telling you that one half of your tag team champions over here, Greg... He told his story of his love for the game of hockey over on my show. And if you'd like to hear that story, all you have to do is search here in Puckburg, wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. In the meantime, Shagamania has got to go run wild on some other hockey show. So just remember, 
Quote the Raven, nevermore. Take your vitamins, say your prayers, and oh yeah! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Looking for a particular truck part? Then look no further. The Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from top suppliers in the industry and with quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog yet. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and I'm the host of the No Credentials Required podcast. Start your work week with the Monday Drop-In, where I talk about the sports beat in the Capital District, also known as the Mighty 518, as well as Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view. I also give a life lesson from a weekly sports story, so you might learn something from that. I also have a midweek podcast where I interview different sports personalities and talk about a wide array of topics. Take a listen and subscribe on your preferred podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Also check out our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram, BellyUpNCR, and Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. We're a part of the BellyUpSports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. No credentials required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. It is time for w- or, me, ECW Anarchy Rules 2000. Oddly enough, I'd rather be covering an ECW in 2000 show than a WCW in 2000 show. Uh, and this probably outdrew WCW. It took place on October 1st in 2000 at the Roy Wilkins Auditorium in St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, with an attendance because of 4,600. That's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but 4,600 fans. I'm not joking when I say that outdrew a lot of EC or WCW pay-per-views during this. Time I believe it. Game, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of sad. But we opened the show as always with Joey Styles in the ring. He's joined by Joel Gertner. Who delivers his usual gross poem? But I pop every single time, so it's good. And you know uh, he's able. He put your mom through a table. So. <laughs> Did he? So I'm not too familiar with this era of ECW. Is that how he always introduced himself? Like that exact way? Every time. Yep. Yes. Well, so it was, it was well, always well. always a pool full of fluids. Oh, yep. of course, yeah. Well, and, and then hey, there was always a 50-50 chance that he would even call the show. Someone would take him out, and he wouldn't be on the show. Yeah, I was always I, too. I, yeah, I discussed that later on here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, a lot. Hey, Joel Gertner. It always opens Joey Styles and Joel Gertner. Not a dry seat in the house. <laughs> but, uh, I guess <laughs> we get we get into this first match. You're the men. Here's a uh, well, of course, especially the men. 
But it gives, gives a new meaning to sit on your hands. But <laughs> or, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, but this first match is a tag team match. It is Christian York and Joey Matthews, who some may know as Joey Mercury, uh, taking on the team of Danny Doring and Roadkill Chickens. Uh, it's definitely Danny Doring and the Angry Amish Chicken Plucker. Dude, you got to get the names right. <laughs> yes, lest I forget. Uh, what other kind of chicken fucker is there? <laughs> Good yeah, that that you know that's that's one of the biggest lies ever told in the Amish community. Is I swear, officer, I'm just helping this chicken over the fence. <laughs> Look, they can't play video games. They can't watch TV. What else are they going to fill their time with? And fill their chickens. Hey, you know what? If I can't do any of that, I'm choosing my chicken too. Anyways, moving on. Is that what a what a uh, oh, what's the chicken with ham in it? Um, God, I don't know. Cordon Blue. Is that what a Cordon Blue is? Is that no, how they're no. made? Oh, man. There you go. I'm planning dinner tonight. You're helping me out. Appreciate it. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one goes seven minutes and 14 seconds. But I love both of these teams, to be honest with you. I, I, I thought this was a really good opener. Roadkill Enduring uh, win after hitting the buggy back on <laughs> Christian York. Yeah, real name. It's a combination of, I guess, the buggy buster and the, and the bareback. Well, these are all made up things. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. Uh, who you can think? make this crap up? <laughs> Why would uh, you make this up? You wasted everyone's time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't keep up with all the names of moves. It, it, it felt like every move had a name. The Danaconda. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. The Joey also, Styles still, knew all of. I still them. argue if those were real names or Joey Styles just said them. So. <laughs> Probably both. Uh, like my, everything Mikey Whipwreck did. Yeah, it's a Mikey Conrana. Yeah, it's a, a Frank and Mikey and the Frank and, and Mikey. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> God. But Uncle Dave gave this a star and a half. I actually gave it two and a half for average. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Greg, what say you? I held on. I held on to the end, so I gave it two. What about you, Kyle? I, I'd give it two and a half. I think uh, I, I don't think I've actually ever seen Roadkill wrestle. Like I've seen pictures of him. Oh, I really? know who he is. I didn't realize. Yeah, I was really impressed. I didn't expect him to be busting out all the like he like walked to the top rope and hit a double yeah. clothesline on the guys. Like he was pretty athletic. So I was and Danny Doring was pretty good too. And York and Matthews, I've seen wrestle a bunch in early Ring of Honor. So yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. I Greg and I were big TNA fans back in the day, and uh, I think he was with me on this one. They brought Christian York in for a to have like one last run in TNA. He was, was actually pretty check, damn great. Right? Yeah. He was pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah, not too bad. They had a think, good it, double team I, moves and stuff. Yeah. So like there was a group of us watching, and only Troy and I knew who the hell he was. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. Well, uh, and I was like, where the hell has he been since ECW shut down? I think he, he popped looked up and, amazing. Like, he didn't let himself go. So, oh, he was clean, jacked. Yeah. <laughs> ready to headline Starcado? Yeah, he was ready. Oh, yeah. Uh, but after the match, Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger jump everyone, Ugh. and they hit the problem solver on Dave Boring. <laughs> uh, we are, by the way, 22 years ahead of this now, and uh, Johnny Swinger is still doing stuff on TV. I use that term loosely, but he's still doing stuff. It's insane. Right. <laughs> I, just, wow. And, well, and we all remember you know, Simon Diamond going to TNA and getting the, the much better name of Irish Pat Kenny. Is that because did that happen? That, that, that did happen. Because <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> this is real. I, I'm in yeah. my 2006 rewatch, and he's he's still managing diamonds in the rough, and he you know he would go to so, the White Sox training camp and you know pick a fight yeah. with them. 
Yep. So that was before, that was after Irish Pat Kenny. He was in the he was on the Wednesday pay per view type days. Oh gosh darn! You're telling me I missed it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't know. I, I don't know if he didn't own the trademark at the time or something. I don't know. No, WWE owned it. Yeah. That's when yeah, they so couldn't use up Dudley Boys and PJ Polacco had to use his name and like Justin Kerbal all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but after this, we go to Joey Styles and Joel Gertner at the commentary table. Joel is filling his face with cereal, saying that he's training for his match tonight. Got a carbo load. Oh, well, of course. And he needs it. Would have been better at anyway. pasta. Yeah, right. I agree. Or some French fries. But Cyrus the virus now comes to the ring and tells Joel that tonight is finally the night that he can hit him in the ring. Joey, or excuse me, Cyrus then repeatedly calls him fat and a bitch. <laughs> Those were apparently the only two insults he could think of. Uh, yeah. Some combination of fat and bitch, you know, mixed in there. But Joel comes to the ring now, and Cyrus says that he can have his match tonight as long as he gets through Cyrus's man. And now Easy Money, Julio De Niro, and uh, Confederate Currency, Chris Hamrick. Uh, along with a Along with Electra, all come to the ring looking cocky as hell. Ah, I was cocky watching Electra. This is oh, yeah. this is one of those moments where I break out the things that would not fly in 2022. Confederate currency, Chris Hamrick. All right. Oh man, uh, this is until Highway to Hell hits, and ECW Commissioner Spike Dudley comes to the ring to make a ruling. Spike says that while Cyrus has a little stroke, still he has a lot of stroke as the commissioner. Uh, and this was after the uh, infamous promo from uh, Jeff Jarrett. So I'm wondering if he ripped him off. Clearly they uh, did. <laughs> but Spike tells Cyrus that uh, while Cyrus may p- have picked easy money to represent him, he will pick Joel Gertner's re- representative and his name is Kid. And I can never pronounce the name of that Kid Rock song that Kid Cash comes out to. Ball with hey. ball. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that to you. <laughs> well, on Peacock, because they couldn't use Kid Rock, Spike was like, and his name is Kid, and then it just went to his generic WWE music. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I actually found a feed of this on, on the internet with all the with all the original music, and I was like, all right, that makes this better, more watchable. But we now get EZ Money versus Kid Cash. That's just, that writes itself. This goes for about nine and a half minutes. These are two pretty capable workers, so I was actually into this one. When Cash eventually hits the moneymaker, Electra distracts the referee while Julio De Niro and Chris Hamrick get in to triple-team Cash with easy money. Finally, money goes for a top-rope powerbomb that Cash reverses into a Super Hurricane Rana for La win. Uncle Dave liked this more than I did. He gave it three and a half stars. I gave it dose and a half. What say you, Greg? I gave it three. I actually love this match. That was pretty good. What's it, you, Kyle? Yeah, I, I might even give it a three and a quarter. I thought this was really good. It felt like very ahead of its time. Kid Cash, especially, man, he's so good, especially at this right. period. Like that, like effortless. Like he'll double jump. He'll like jump on one rope and then jump to the other and then springboard into a hurricane rana and is like basically lands on his feet while doing it. It's just so good. Oh. And all the sentons he was doing. Yeah, I've always been a low key uh, Kid Cash fan. Even the stuff he did in WWE, uh, I thought was pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah, this this was great. Uh, well, who was Easy Money in WW or uh, WCW? Do you remember, Greg? I thought it was just Easy Money. 
Hard no. cash. God, no. <laughs> he, he went by his real name. That I'm like spacing on right now. Or I think it was his real name. Ah, oh, gotta go well, to Wikipedia. He's, he's gotta rename all of his 20 moves that he's named after money. Then yeah, right. The yeah. Ching, the money clip, the uh, oh, there's more. He didn't even oh. do all of them in this match. Did drop in the yeah. dime too, but I don't think it was at very Mysterio's, oh. but that was another one. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was like um John, Johnny B. Bad. You and I discussed that on the 95. Ugh. Johnny B. Bad. Why, why, why must moves. you bring him up? The, the bad, he's a bad man. Yeah. He hits him with the bad day and then the bad mood. And then the tutti fruity. <laughs> oh, God. Uh yeah, they, these were real names, by the way. Uh, it was Jason Jett. That was not his real name. His real name is Jason Broyles, I guess. But yeah, he 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 opened Reed, the final WCW pay per view with Kiwi. Yes, and Kiwi, which we loved, didn't we? Yeah, we people may laugh, but seriously, go back watch Greed two thousand one. You can stop after the first match, and I'll forgive you. Uh, but that first match with Kiwi and Jason Jett was really damn good. I, like they were I, like, f it, let's just blow the doors off. I want to say we kind of flirted with four stars on that one, didn't we? Yeah, it was damn close. I'll say that. Well, this group here is called Hot Commodity. Real quick, I did not know that was easy money, by the way. I'm today's years old, so. I I had to look <laughs> it up because he came out in those stupid, like, the, I can't even describe the stupid tights he wore. They had a certain look, bro. And I'm like, is that that guy from ECW? I'm like, holy crap, that's easy money. Like, okay, then. Kind of glittery. Looks like the uh, lining of a pool, perhaps. It was like, uh, no, it was like it was in two pieces and they like strapped together like a garter belt or some crap. Like hot. Yeah, it was uh, original. Uh, those are probably the worst tights I saw until uh, Zack Ryder came along. How dare you, you. shut your mouth? Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad he switched to trunks because just wow. Need to see both of those thighs. <laughs> Natalia wore those a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. What was happening? (laughs) Good Lord. Well, after the match, hot commodity, triple teams, kid cash again before a little Spike Dudley, broken leg and all, comes out to help. The numbers eventually get the better of him, and hot commodity takes him out and locks in a figure four on his broken leg. Now, the Sandman runs in and Singapore canes everyone, because of course he did, sending them all headed for the hills. He threatens to cane Elektra, and then we get the most ECW spot on the show thus far. She dances seductively for him. <laughs> and then he cracks a beer, pours it down her chest, and then makes Joel Gertner motorboat her. <laughs> Gertner then he takes... That, then he does that baby dance thing. Oh, I'll never understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, never get it. <laughs> Gertner takes a happy bump as Electra takes a powder. Ah, oh, man. Uh, Sandman then brings Cyrus into the ring as we start the quote-unquote match and i will say this if you're gonna have sandman on your show this is the best use for him just uh, don't put him in a match just just don't do it oh, yeah i mean sandman's looking pretty jacked here i don't know if i'm just uh used oh, to yeah, seeing him in his american flag have, pants and have you ever noticed that like every other year he was either like a, an old trunk who just like was on a bender or like he was actually trying to work out like every <laughs> other year like I'm like what are you doing dude <laughs> ah, this year I'm gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, I, this year I switched to light beer. Right? Right. Ah, yes. There was a. This one is Joel Kurtner versus Cyrus the Virus. It goes about two and a half minutes. 
Joel starts by taking off his shirt to reveal he's painted his chest like Kamala. Oh, yeah, I had to get trained by somebody. Yeah, yeah right, by Sugar Bear Harris, man. Uh, but, uh, of course, he slaps his belly a lot. When he teases a people's elbow... God, those <laughs> words left my mouth. Uh, Cyrus trips him and rips his neck brace off. How dare you? Uh, Cyrus never even takes his jacket or lanyard off, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, pro. When... <laughs> I know, right? Uh, when he gets too cocky, though, Sandman spits beer in his face, and Joel hits him with a dreaded roll-up schoolboy pin for the win. Look. Five stars. <laughs> I won't give this negative stars because they kept it short, and it was funny. So I give it a dud, as does Uncle Dave. I... <laughs> what do you want to say, you, Greg? I didn't rate it. I just said this felt like more of a of a segment with a pin. <laughs> Basically. Uh, I mean, I might throw, uh, I'll throw a half star at it. I mean, it was it didn't stay too long. You had some good offense, right. lanyards. I, like, what else do you need? Yeah. Joelberg, <laughs> Joelberg with a spear. Oh, oh my gosh, Joelberg! <laughs> oh man, this I, I will say if you're gonna do this, uh, this is the perfect way to do it. I didn't hate it. They didn't overstay their welcome. This was fine. So, and they made it entertaining. Normally, this is what I like. This could have been on whatever TV shows, but they don't really have one. So. <laughs> Joel had some delicious titties, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he had the milk jugs rocking. But after the match, uh, Sandman has a beer bash with Gertner, Spike Dudley, and Kid Cash. Hearing Enter Sandman blaring during the segment made it a little better. So, uh, well, obviously, if you watch on Peacock, you're not going to get that. But this was pretty lame on Peacock. Yeah, they just play that like it's almost like the uh, the slow part of Enter Sandman. <laughs> like they just play that on loop. Yeah. Meanwhile, the crowd is like mouthing the words and you can't hear it. Yeah. But up next is clearly match of the night. It's Good the bodies of DeVito <sighs> and Angel versus Balls Mahoney and Chili Willie. Ah, this goes. In case you do not know, by the way, Balls Mahoney was an amateur wrestler, but got tossed off because he hit a referee, right? Yeah. Oh, he got banned from amateur wrestling forever, where to the point of where he can't even sit in the stands to watch a match. Greg, yeah, that's pretty dastardly. <sighs> yeah. So, lest we forget, you know, Joey Styles will remind us every single match. Uh, I did say having a chilly willy may make your Balls Mahoney's shrivel up. Good lord! It's a good thing you said that. <laughs> Uh, I, I had to get the lame joke in. Uh, so this might involve. By the way, Chili Willie looked like um, I, I was. I was thinking of like sweet, sweet Seeky or sweet Daddy Seeky or whatever from the Territory days. He was this black dude with like bleach blonde hair. And if people, that's a deep cut. People go. Look that up. It's like uh, it made me think of Kevin Randleman mixed with uh, Norman Smiley. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, Thinking, uh, what's his name? Butch Reed from the WWF yeah, days. Yes, I was about to say, yeah, Butch Reed, too. But this one involved a lot of BS with biting and weapons and fighting through the crowd. DeVito bleeds. Uh, once Balls and DeVito got in the ring, it was tolerable for about a minute until Angel stapled Balls in the eye. Blackout. Well sentence, folks. <laughs> <laughs> After no-selling the first of the chair shots, and then getting hit with two more from the Baldies, 
Balls and Willie get pinned to lose the match. <laughs> uh, real names. Uncle oh Dave. God. Uncle this Dave. Is gonna air. This, it is. Uh, well, hey, I, we once had a podcast where I said Big Dick put balls to a table. So hey, tell me all. Yeah, there's Rusty that. Rusty put it. it <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, well, Uncle Dave gave this three three quarters of a star. I gave it. Oh my god! Star. I thought you said three. No, three quarters. I was. Oh, oh my god! I would lose it. Yeah, I was going to lose my shit if he said three star. <laughs> Uh, I gave it a whole star. What did you give it, Greg? I gave it one. <laughs> what about you, dude, pal? You three, dude, I'm like, what? Bro, <laughs> forks. If you have a fork in a wrestling match, that's automatically at least a one. Oh, and then uh, yeah. staple guns, moonsaults off the commentary stage. I'm glad to see that's something that they never lost. And right. uh, my God, those chair shots, specifically the one from Balls to DeVito. Good, yeah, Lord. No. <laughs> now those brutal. Yeah, those are they never pull their shots. punches. God, yeah, I no. hope those chairs are somewhat gimmicks because that was he's literally just swinging as hard as he can. Bully Ray said he used to pride himself on never putting his hands up, just taking it full on in the head. And it's like, I'll oh, enjoy your CTE in old age, but you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, I, I, I pride myself in not listening to any of your opinions, so there's that. <laughs> But we, God, we this go. This is the guy, by the way, who a couple weeks ago said that the Ring of Honor title now means something because Jericho holds it. I want to point that out. I mean, if anybody knows about Ring of Honor, I'm already Dudley. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Wasn't he there for a hot minute or am I thinking wrong? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was there when nobody was watching, which. <laughs> right. So it doesn't really happen. Yeah. So if a bully Ray shows up in a Ring of Honor and, and nobody watches, did it actually happen? Yeah, it's a BS feud with Flip Gordon or something stupid. Oh, that was in Ring of Honor? Okay. Yeah, I remember that happened because uh, we covered it now in the archives at All In 2018. Uh, yeah. That was a thing. <laughs> yes. So much for that. That yeah, was right. going on in APW in San Francisco in the build-up to All, All In. And he would cut Man. promos at APW as if this was canon to that. <laughs> <laughs> so... What the hell happened to him, by the way? Does anybody I believe know? he's. I believe he's in MLW. Ah, I have no so, idea. Ah, so so then he's nowhere. Got it. Uh, hey, they got a we, deal with Hot Topic. They mean something. You shut your mouth. Oh yeah. Well, that means he can't lose on TV. <laughs> right. Exactly. God. We go back to the commentary for a moment, only for uh, Louie dangerously. Yes, I said Lou E. Dangerously to jump Joel Gertner and then shout at Joey Styles, who then grabs Lou E. until security breaks it up. <sighs> okay. You know, because when I think of hard knockout punches, I think of Lou E. Dangerously. I'm glad yeah, you I mean, yeah. say Joey Styles because we know he's got a hard knockout punch, apparently. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Didn't it, wasn't it JBL that he knocked the F out? Apparently. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we now go backstage to Just Incredible wearing a Packers jersey because, of course, uh, and not just any Packers jersey. It's Brett Favre. Uh, and he's standing by with Francine. It takes a while for the audio to switch the hell over so we can actually hear the damn promo. But they get there eventually. Uh, Credible basically just says that he's going to embarrass Jerry Lynn in front of his hometown crowd. That's odd. We're not in Alberta, Canada. Close enough. 
Yeah, that that's a trust me. The Vikings already the Vikings already embarrassed the town enough. Believe me, so it's fine. Oh my god! Yeah, especially in the lead up to this year. Uh, well, if if they're actually doing gets, well right now, so they're fine for now. Well, if no if nobody gets the the Alberta Canada joke, that's where Chad Kroger's from. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god, god, I love. It. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look at this graph. Sorry, <laughs> Isn't that wasn't it Alex Shelley that pointed that out and said he looked just like Chad Kroger? Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. Yep. Smart ass. Uh, we now switch to a promo from Jerry Lynn telling us to look at this photograph. I'm just kidding. But uh <laughs> who says he's tired of being told that he had the best matches. He's no longer a star maker. Tonight he's gonna become a star. And uh and their their TV show gets canceled immediately after. So there's that. He goes uh, on to WWE and, and wins like lightweight title. I think one of his first matches, I want to say. Oh, yeah. The coveted so, light heavyweight yeah. title. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know why I hear sarcasm in your voice, but whatever. Yeah, the extremely, <laughs> the, the uh, uh, what was it? The the coveted and uh, prestigious light heavyweight title. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Crash Holly and uh, Takamichinoku and Brian Christian. Actually, you know what? There actually have been Christian? guys that have held it, but. Yeah. yeah Christian held it for a matter. while. Uh, Jeff Hardy held it. X-Pac. Didn't yeah. uh, Jacqueline hold it? No, it was a cruiserweight title. They yes, did, yes. Did, uh, but yeah, I don't know. They, they did have some talent that held that title, just nobody gave a damn. But now back on commentary, Cyrus the Virus has taken Joel Gertner's place. Wasn't this the same damn routine they've pulled on like the last 20 shows? Like, yeah, good lord. Uh, Joel Gertner got some time in to do some matches this time. Normally he no. doesn't get any. Yeah, so, well, yeah, well, so you're wrong. True. Yeah. Got him. I, I, I said, <laughs> like, good lord, just switch the damn commentators out like a normal company. You don't always have to have him get decked. <laughs> I did. <sighs> I forgot to say this earlier. I kind of like the whole uh, Cyrus as a network guy. I thought it was, at the time, very original. Very, very original. That was been over, done over death, but. Yeah, it was cool. And then they tried to rip it off in WWE with the Palmer Cannon thing, and that just. Yeah, I don't know where that it can't Ma- even fizzle out if it never became anything. I don't even know what the word is. Yeah, right. Yeah. At, at least at least put somebody in that role you know is a capable worker and a capable like character. Like what about Palmer Payne and you know tell me that like pretty white boy with frosted tips was not good for that? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yeah. Well, well, what I want to know is what in the catalog of Palmer Cannon told them, you know what? He'll be great for this role. and He'll carry the show. <laughs> was he uh, like a wrestler? I don't, I, I don't remember him doing anything. He, he was like not into well, maybe there, but not for us on TV. But he was, and I, I guess he was they an OVW. Not <laughs> right? He was an OVW, and he sucked so bad they made him a character, so he never had to wrestle. Uh, you're good enough just to stand next to Teddy Long and do nothing. Introduce the minis. Oh boy! He signed MVP to the biggest deal in WWE history, which oh, I, I guess came yeah. the anniversary of that. So yeah, he did all that. It's a shame MVP never shouts him out. Yeah, right. He tweeted out about that. Was it yesterday, the day before? He's like, on this day, I signed the largest deal ever. Perfect opportunity. He missed it. Yeah. No respect. All right. <laughs> but we now get C.W. Anderson versus Steve Carino with Don Marie and Jack Victory in his corner. Because every good podcast has to have Jack Victory on it. Oh, good Lord. Of course. <laughs> uh, the winner High is spot. an easy. the show again. <laughs> Uh, the winner gets an ECW world title match at November to remember. 
So yay. Uh, this one goes for 12 minutes, 47 seconds. So a lot of chairs are used. CW gets busted open. Steve Carino gets busted open. Joey Matthews and Christian York run out at some point, and Jack Victory beats them to the back. <laughs> they fall like, Don't mess with Jack Victory. Damn right. Pear-shaped looking. Muscle. <laughs> Dear Lord, I want to be pear-shaped and shiny. You got it. Uh, you told me that was, if you told me that was Sandman's illegitimate kid, I believe you. <laughs> Our brother. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Lord. Carino finally hits a neckbreaker on Anderson on a chair for the pinfall win. Not as good as I'd hoped for. I gave it two stars, as did Uncle Dave. What say you, Greg? I gave it two, and I'll tell you, I've seen these guys wrestle. They are way better than this. Yeah, they right. They're way better than this. Especially Carino. What do you, what do you say there, uh, Kyle? Uh, I guess two. I, I've never cared for C.W. Anderson. Steve Carino's fine. Definitely hit or miss for me, usually. But it was, it was a fine match, I guess. But uh, I'll probably forget about it in five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's fair. Uh, what I want to know is why Steve Carino, who is from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, is wrestling in cowboy boots. He was There's mocking up there. Destiny Rhodes. They just had that feud, or, or they're about to, one of the two. Well, I got just, it then, he's but... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I By the way, I was today's years old when I found out that his sister is Allison Danger. Wasn't she just oh, yeah. in Ring of Honor? what we covered yeah so the whole deal was so it was the prophecy which was the group versus carino's group but the prophecy took allison danger steve carino's sister and then pulled her over to the prophecy so it was like oh you betrayed me you're my own blood but carino wasn't even on the show when his group disbanded so it was the whole thing he was so angry he was going to start putting you know thumbs and bums what's up that did happen I believe you. <laughs> uh, check anyway. the oil. Wasn't she recently let go from NXT too? Uh, uh, that I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah, I think she. Yeah, she was recently let go. Really? Was yeah, she a trainer? Still there training people? Uh, yeah. That I don't, I don't, I don't know what she was. I couldn't even answer that. But well, and they're not going to sign his son because he looks like, as far as I know, he's never had a substance abuse problem. But by God, he looks like it. Oh, no. Well, so does CM Punk. He makes a lot of money, so what's your point? <laughs> yeah, that can never uh, go badly, right? That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but in the back, in the back, uh, in the back, Sinister Minister is sitting with Yoshihiro Tajiri looking goofy as all hell, and uh, Mikey Whipwreck, who also looks goofy as all hell, and he's reading a book titled The History of Witchcraft and Demonology while wearing Mickey Mouse's Sorcerer's Apprentice hat. Makes sense to me. Yeah, this is. Uh, this I'm is gonna go on a limb and say Mitchell owns that book. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he does. Uh, Sinister Minister says that Rob Van Dam tonight is going to attempt to win back a title that he never lost from a man he never beat. He then says that they've been reading the good book. I think he means the bad book. Uh, and they've got. Hold something... on. When you're on that side, that is the good book. To be fair. Okay. Yeah. To... I guess so. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, and he said, they've got something that's going to burn his ass tonight. He and Mikey then laugh maniacally as Mikey's book catches on fire. And I think, if I remember correctly, this is when Sinister Minister Legit got burned badly. It was out a long time. It oh, really? Out, I think was so. this the time? 
because I think I mean, so. I want to say they've done this a couple times. And it just uh, yeah, it never goes. I well. feel like this was. I feel like this was the one. What a wow. stupid way to get injured. <laughs> right. uh, so what happened? Oh, I set a book on fire. For, why? <laughs> uh, for a wrestling angle. It was just a really good book. Okay, it was flames. <laughs> Clearly yeah, not. That book was fire. <laughs> hey, hey, you you mess with that stuff, you get burned. Okay? Look, in 2022, all right. The, the saying is the book was lit. Okay, get it right. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not that the kids old. Are saying I'm, these I'm, days. I'm trying to help. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we now switch to Rhino. Oh who says that RVD has been asking for this match for a long time. And Rhino has been wanting it forever as well. He screams and shouts a lot as the camera shakes, like the operator is having a seizure. Uh, he then says that he's going to take Vil- Bell Alfonso's whistle and shove it up his ass. God, I hope <laughs> I, I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I'm going to actually want that, but yeah, you know, yeah, that would really suck because like it would still make the noise. Probably. Oh, God. Yeah. Like the whistle every, noise. Every time he farts, you just hear it. You gotta really control your sphincter. Yeah, right. Good lord. Uh, depends on how far he shoves it up there because it does have a string on it, so he could always pull it out. That's a good point. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't star. know. Rhino was unintentionally funny in ECW. I just—he always made me pop. But we His know promos he had a very—he had a very bad potty mouth too. Oh well, hell yeah. yeah he needed to wash his mouth out from soap or with with uh, with soap. His mother was very. Very uh, displeased with him. Anyway, uh, some other guys that their mothers were probably displeased with them. It is the FBI of little Guido and Tony Montaluke with big Sally Graziano in their corner. They're defending the ECW World Tag Team titles against Yoshihiro Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck with the Sinister Minister in their corner. Goes about eight and a half minutes. During you the match, start, I have to talk about how epic their song was. It doesn't get enough credit. Staying Alive. Well, it was a remix of it. It was like a rap remix. Oh, yeah. It was, I, I thought it was damn good. Not what I would have picked for the FBI. I like, but I don't know. I liked when they came out to that uh, instrumental of No Sleep Till Brooklyn in WWE. See, we're on the opposite of that because I did not like that. I always thought it was perfect. Like when that hit, I was like, ah, cool. But I don't know. But during the match, Mamaluke was in the Tree of Woe, and the Sinister Minister shot a fireball from his cane into Tony's stomach. Yikes. Uh, hey, this, this fireball actually worked. How about that? <laughs> was it his stomach or was it his balls? Because I noticed both the FBI guys, their, their genitals took a pounding in this match. <laughs> and not in the way they'd, they had hoped. But, uh, that's a I want to before I forget, when you say this one actually worked, what are you taking a shot at? I'm Literally every fireball tried in any major because promotion. <laughs> as of recording this, because you probably didn't see it last Friday, Scarlett Miss Drew McIntyre was a fireball. That's what I thought you were referencing. <laughs> oh, for That's God's what, like, sake. Did you see that? Because I know you don't really watch it. I mean, did you see that? But, uh, I yeah, did okay. not, but I, I was thinking so of you Undertaker. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking of the Undertaker's fireball. I was thinking of Hulk Hogan's fireball. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, Scarlet did one recently too. So, Here. maybe they need to call it the Satanist. No, they need to stop doing it live. They need to stop doing. But I digress. That too. <laughs> <laughs> but Guido gets busted open with a chair by Mikey after a double whippersnapper. Uh, real sentence. Big Sal pulls the ref out before he can count to three. Sinister Minister goes after Sal, but he gets squashed in the corner of the guardrails. 
In the end, the FBI hit some weird double-teamed slam on Mikey Whipwreck. I, I, I can't even describe it. And they win and retain the tag titles. Uh, my one question was, who the hell were the heels in this match? Yep. Yeah, I was confused as well. Yeah, it, all of them? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because with any CW crowd, they just like everybody. So you can't tell from that. So you Well, the crowd was chanting, where's my pizza at FBI? So I think uh, that's derogatory, that? right? <laughs> Yeah, right. You would think, but they might think that's a term of endearment. I don't freaking know. They might be just generally, generally asking, <laughs> "Where's my pizza?" Well, you know what? It, you know what? It went well with the fireballs on the other side of the ring. They should have brought out the the Don uh, Wildfire Tommy Rich. Hell that, that's yeah! Uh, Can somebody say something about fired up? <laughs> Get it going, man. No. Okay. <laughs> Nobody ever said anything about Wildfire Tommy Rich. Get the f out. Uh, but Uncle Dave gave this two and three quarters of a star. I gave it two. I did not like it that much. Say you, Nick. Uh, I gave it two. I didn't really hate it. I'll say that. I yeah, I didn't hate it. Was I like Whipwreck and, and Tajiri though. I thought they were great as a tag team. But yeah, I love Tajiri. Yeah, any any time when Tajiri was in there, just kicking the hell out of these guys, I loved it. And there was a decent amount of that. So I might throw two stars at it. You know, the fireball is a little. Uh, Unnecessary, but he is a minister and he is sinister. So, who am I to say? That is true. So, also, I, I feel like RBD gets a lot of credit for his kicks, and Tajiri's are like right there, dude. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, he's yeah, also sure. badass with him. So, how many people did he kick the piss out of? Like, those things, <laughs> like, damn. But after I, this, we get stereotypical, but I would take a Japanese guy as a better kicker or a white guy from uh, Detroit any day of the week. <laughs> I mean, that's just science, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But up next, we get into the next match right away. No effing around here. We get Rhino defending the ECW World Television title against Rob Van Dam with Bill Alfonso in his corner. This one goes about 12 minutes, 41 seconds. Uh, again, I had the original, uh, like, the audio on here. So I actually, normally I skip through the entrances, but I had to listen to Pantera for uh, for Rob Van Dam. Uh, at one point, RVD did the move that Kenny Omega now uses all the time, which is the fireman's carry roll into a you the middle. Cannot of the escape. I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah, right. That was that was pretty cool. I was like, oh crap! I never knew he did that. Uh, but he hits a five-star frog splash for a near fall, followed by a gore and a rhino driver off the apron through a table. Alfonso slides in and tosses a chair to, uh, to Rhino. After this, allowing RVD to hit the Van Daminator. RVD goes for the Van Terminator, but Just Incredible runs out and hits him. This distracts him long enough for Rhino to pull Alfonso in the way of the Van Terminator, and he gets it in the face. That, that was sick. I felt so bad for him, dude, because he ate that chair, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. They the hell out of it, too, man. I don't think there was any selling in there, dude. I think he took a hard one, man. <laughs> he, he, he's like only 150 pounds. Laid it in. Man. But like, I winced. I really did. I legit winced. Like, oh, man, that looks sick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Rhino then gores Rob Van Dam through a table that was set up in the corner. It's a Rhino driver and then wins to retain the TV title. Uh, Uncle Dave gave this three and a quarter star. I, I want to know what bumped it up a whole quarter. I just gave it an even three. Let's say you, Greg. I gave it three. Really, really like this match. I did, too. What about you, Kyle? I'd say I'd say three and a quarter. It's pretty solid. I love how RVD, like all of his offense, 
like a chair will just spawn in, in his hands out of nowhere. And he'll just <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like damn cheat code disappears. <laughs> Bill Alfonso's just tossing chairs and Rob's catching them. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Rhino looked like a monster. Um, Rob, Rob was kind of annoying me because he would just do all these flips for no reason. Like there's one point when he did like a lion salt just to pick up a chair. Oh, yeah. I always <laughs> like, thought that was threw like, it at why? Rhino or something. Yeah. But no, it was very entertaining, this match. I always like how Rhino ripped off uh, Psycho Sid's gimmick, though, where just at, out of nowhere, he'll just pop up his fist and be like, who's a man? <laughs> like, if anybody goes back and watches I'll, Sid, that was always his thing. And then Rhino started doing it. We have two guys from Detroit here, by the way. Did I get a go blue in? Uh, well, I'll get a go screw yourself in. How about that? Oh, Got him. Yeah. But <laughs> after the match, uh, the pissed off crowd chants bullshit. Once RVD recovers, he checks on Bill Alfonso, who isn't moving. EMTs come out to check on him as well. That little dude's going to have to be stretchered out. So that may, takes well, us... He might should be going to the hospital right, right then and there. Again. But that takes us to our second to last break. On the other end of this, we're getting into the main event right after this. Follow the main event marks on Twitter and Instagram at main event underscore marks and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. So, Mike, take it easy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. Main event time. It's just incredible. Uh, with Francine in his corner, he's defending the ECW World Heavyweight title against Jerry Lynn. Mr. JL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's his Christian. <laughs> brought that up. Oh, that was his best gimmick. <laughs> of course. Oh, uh, this man. goes for 19 and a half minutes. So we get uh, uh, the the Portuguese man of war or man of war <laughs> against uh, Mr. JL. Oh, Lord brought that up, too. Hell was his name? Pablo's. I haven't got that. Aldo Montoya. Aldo Montoya. Yes. <laughs> of course, Ooh. the Puerto Rican soccer player or whatever. Let me, uh, soccer. let me tell both of you this because, like, like I said, I've been binge watching it. He's actually a jobber on Raw and Superstars right now as PJ Walker. So they're going to oh, kick him yeah. and put the masks and stuff on him. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, I he would still be that. a jobber, but then he'd have a mask on. Yeah, totally. totally. But he would be like, uh, <laughs> he would have music and, and entrance and everything. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I guess Creative Services, Bruce Pritchard told the story about Creative Services came and they were like, oh, uh, it's, it's a great marketing idea. He's, 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 I guess he actually is like, he does have Portuguese like heritage, whatever. They're like, uh, so he's going to be the Portuguese man of war. He's going to be uh, Aldo Mantoy. He's, he's a famous soccer player from Portugal. And uh, we're going to have him kicking soccer balls out and, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll sell uh, soccer jerseys with his name on it. And Vince is like, well, can he play soccer? And they're like, uh, we don't know. And he's like, <laughs> we didn't think that far. Dang it, pal. <laughs> yeah. He's like, God dang it, pal. This will never work. They'll see right through it. Like, yeah, yeah. we didn't see. Glenn Jacobs is an dentist. Right. Yeah. Well, can, can uh, Glenn Jacobs really give a root canal? I don't think so. But <sighs> Lord. Anyway, the crowd's body was ready for this one. And they wanted to see Jerry Lynn get this win, man. Uh, we get the I lovely. I remember watching this live and I was so amped for Jerry Lynn. Really? Wow. I, yeah, I didn't know you watch it back in the day. I told uh, you in 2000, I watched fall. My buddy had a uh, wait, statue of limitations is up, right? Yeah, so my right. buddy had a scrambler, <laughs> so I was able to watch them all. <laughs> well, it wasn't your scrambler, that's true, so, it wasn't mine. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble yeah. either, but sound like an accomplice to me. Box. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, 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 I ain't saying nothing. I talked to an attorney, you did. Right? It's literally recording. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, TJ's a good editor, we're good. But... <laughs> <laughs> Of course, we get the lovely "She's a crack whore" chant towards Francine. You know, keep it classy, EC Dub. Uh, <laughs> halfway through this match, Justin grabs a mic to trash talk it down Jerry Lynn while he kicks the crap out of him. That was fun. <laughs> the crowd was throwing trash at this man. I was oh, watching yeah. this. I was like, this is kind of just some lame ass cheap heat. But the crowd was not having it. They were throwing oh, their no. sodas and not everything. They hated this dude. I, my my next note was literally th- fans threw garbage at him. <laughs> Uh, Francine gets involved I, later. I think it's funny. I have, a, I have a note here. My, if I go to a show, I'm not throwing a full soda out there. They think it probably costs like $7, man. They'll run no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, I saw it on that uh, Bound for Glory 2007. Scott Steiner takes a full beer from a dude in the crowd, takes a sip out of it, and then busts Bubba Ray in the head with it. I'm like, that costs like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, so my night on the for ass ain't getting rid of anything, man. Uh-uh. You better spit that back in my mouth, big Papa Pump. <laughs> yeah, right. wow, you better be my hookup. Yeah, I'm, I'm at least walking out of here with some STD. <laughs> good wow, Lord. good Lord. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, Francine gets involved later to help Justin put Jerry through a table. Uh, Lynn makes a comeback after this. Hits the cradle pile driver, but Credible kicks out. In turn, Justin hits that's incredible for a near fall. Jerry dodges a super kick, and the ref eats it in the face. Uh, referee Danny Daniels, who I have no idea who the f this guy is, and I watch porn star. <laughs> yeah, uh, he runs is in. Really? And ju- <laughs> well, no, not him. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I thought it was XPW. Maybe you ref. That surprised me at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, Danny Daniels runs in, and Justin kicks out at two. Lynn attempts to hit Daniels with a cradle pile driver, and Francine blasts Lynn with a Singapore cane to save Danny. Uh, credible. Then, uh, shot, cre- by the way, man. She's a whole back on that. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, cre- credible cracks Lynn in the face with the ECW title, but only gets a near fall. And Lynn goes for the cradle pile driver on Justin. Daniels busts him in the face with the cane. Credible nails. That's incredible. But when Daniels hits two, Natural Born Killers hits the PA system. And New Jack <laughs> comes out with a cookie sheet, uh, speaking of STDs, and uh, repeated, <laughs> repeatedly blasts Daniels with it. STDs, DUIs, all the three letters. Yeah, go ahead. All of them. Yeah, right. And I guarantee you that referee said the N-word to him. So that's why he had to beat his ass. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, he's about to use a damn scalpel on Daniels a la mass transit. But but Credible saves him by beating New Jack down with his cane. Lynn goes for the tombstone, but Credible reverses it. Lynn reverses it again and hits the cradle tombstone pile driver and gets the big victory. Uh, Uncle Dave gave this three and a half stars. I gave it an even three for I, I would have rated it more, but there was a ton of shenanigans. What say you, Greg? Same exact thing. Three, and I just it shouldn't have had New Jack in it. Like, what the hell? Why? He was New Jack saved it, man. Back. Yeah. back. He had nothing to do with this, but I could be wrong. He almost uh, scalped that mother effort too. Like, damn. Uh, what's, what do you give it, Kyle? I guess three. It was it was fine for what it was. At times, I felt like I was watching a Jeff Jarrett TNA match, but right. you know, it is what and it is. You know, credible at heat, so. Like, if just Francine got involved, all right, fine, whatever. But, like, these two are two of the best ECW has right now. What the F, man? Why did this need so much bullcrap? Yeah, what's the deal with the shady referee? Because he, I, I think I forgot to mention it in the last match, there was a quick count by him, and it was a quick count in this. Is he just like a, the new Bill Alfonso? I feel like that was, I feel like that was an know. ECW uh, staple. Uh, maybe. Even when I stand in 2005, they did that. Yeah, I have, I've never heard of this guy before. Like I said, I didn't keep up with ECW, so I'd have to watch more of their stuff. Much, much, this time. much less the refs I didn't keep up with, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, after the match, uh, the crown hits the roof, the babies go flying in the air, and Lynn celebrates with New Jack. All the baby faces hit the ring now to celebrate with Jerry Lynn while the crowd chants, Jerry, Jerry. Uh, in the most ECW thing ever to close this show, Lynn tries to cut a promo before the show goes off the air. 
but they can't get the damn mic to work. <laughs> so, he, so he just gives up and poses some more. <laughs> okay, so I found a sign. As, I took that as like they cut the promo off or something. I didn't because the mic didn't work. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, his, his keep mic in mind, I watched work. on Peacock and the audio is obviously dubs. So you don't know when it's like dubs not happening. Yeah, no, he uh, he tried. Sandman tried to turn the mic on. Uh, apparently, they had like one mic, and if that one didn't work, never change a CW. Rude. Yeah, right. Uh, well, what happens if this one mic goes? Well, let's just pray that never happens. Yell really loud. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, if I may have another volley, sir. <laughs> uh, anyway, to be fair, Minnesota was is not used to winning any kind of world title, so they're not used to post celebrations or anything. So they probably just turn the mic off. Yeah, just assuming yeah, he's going to lose. Sense. But, you know. <laughs> Like, well, whoa, he won. What do we do now? Uh, in LA, they burn things down. <laughs> uh, it's too cold to burn things down out here. Let's just uh, have a beer, eh? What is what is this October? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably cold as hell, right? That's kitty bit nipply. Yeah, you're the you're the snow expert. I don't know. I only know what the Can't sun wait. is here. Well, that takes us to our final break. When we come back, it's final ratings time, and we'll tell you what's coming up next week on the podcast right after this. Follow the main event marks on Twitter and Instagram at main event underscore marks and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday. Bump day. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The old school style. Main event 
Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. Final ratings time, final time today. Uh, Internet Movie Database gives this 6.9 out of 10. Cagematch.net gives it 5.95 out of 10. I actually dug this show for the most part, especially for it being an ECW show, so I gave it an 8 out of 10. Greg, what grade do you give it? I was genuinely shocked how much I liked this show. I I hadn't watched it since it aired live. Uh, Yeah, I gave it a B+. I loved it. What about you, Cal? Yeah, I, I think B plus, uh, I don't know, eight, seven out of ten. Like, like I said, it was uh, it exceeded my expectations. I mean, it, it felt like just a a well produced early era Ring of Honor show at times, but it also had some of those ECW tropes. Like it felt like every match just had chairs flying around and kendo sticks and tables. But yeah, that's I guess the charm of ECW. But um, yeah, no, there's some good in like the Kit Cash and uh, Easy Money match was really good. The tag match with Tajiri was really good. The main event, you know, had its own appeal to it. So yeah, it was it was an entertaining watch. At, at yeah, no point was I bored battle. during this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. And the bad stuff wasn't long, like, you know, like the, the, uh, the manager match, whatever. And then the yeah, uh, yeah. that that brawl around the arena like that. That didn't last very long. So all in all, it was pretty good. None of the interviews I'll, lasted. Like, I'll say this. Long. Though, in doing this show, I realized you have to kind of grade ECW on a curve. Like, you have to right. You have, to, you have to know, hey, you know, there's going to be some bull crap. Okay, you have to not Ooh, yeah. judge it all the way on that. It's I mean, it's got to be better than it's got to be better yeah. than anything WCW's putting out at this time. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. WCW is just putting fair, out like unwatchable before, garbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not really saying much. That's like, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm 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 more spry than my 90 year old grandmother. All right, like, hey, doesn't mean it's not true. Like, yeah, right. My dog takes a way better crap than my cat. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, they both stink, but one's a little bigger and messier. All right. And cats can leave some smelly dumps, though. Let me tell you. Uh, I have yeah. cats outside of my damn house that are not ours. I know. I, I oh, have seven I in my house. So. <laughs> yeah, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, that does it for this show. Uh, next week is actually double main event week. And we're covering our first Halloween Havoc of the month. Uh, on October 19th, well, that's our first and only, I guess, uh, we're covering WCW Halloween Havoc 1997. So we're getting back on that 97 train here. And, I was going to uh, say this as a little teaser. This may have the best WCW match in history and may have the worst one in history on the same show. We'll see. <laughs> Age Maybe. in a Cage is the main event, <laughs> ladies and gents. And it is something to behold. Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, and I, I'm telling you now, if you haven't uh, watched it, go watch it. It's got a match on there that is like one of the greatest in the history of pro wrestling. You need to see it over and over and over again. Is that the? Is this the the Eddie and Ray match on this? Show? It is. Okay, it is. yeah, that's what I thought. I, I always forgot this is a or gem. Oh, of course, yeah, and that of course that Ray Mysterio outfit is like super famous. Yeah, that figure right here in the detail, one of my front and center. Love it. I've got the Jax figure of him in that outfit. So it was a, like a best of WCW thing. Do you do you guys remember? I don't know if you help me how closely you guys follow WWE nowadays. But Ray before Dom turned Religious. heel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray Mysterio gave his son his Halloween Havoc uh, attire. But now that Dom has turned heel, has joined the Judgment Day. 
who they're like a very purple and black faction. Do you think Dom's going to put that on when he faces Ray eventually? So I How is he going to fit? I actually had a thought he's going to destroy question. it. Yours could work too. Maybe he'll just like wrap it around his, you know, just make it like a short yeah. version of tights. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> I'm now they do I'm like now the Judgment Day do have like purple things like hanging out their back pockets like a towel or something. He could use it for that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. There we go. We're workshopping it. Yeah, uh, e- either that or he could just wear it and come out singing "Fat Guy in a Little Coat." So, <laughs> I'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm betting on. Uh, but the bonus show next week is WWF Raw is War from October 11th, 1999. The significance of that, it's the first Raw that ever took place in the Georgia Dome. And this is while ECW was technically still alive. I say technically because they sucked in October of 99. Uh, so there's that. I, th- I got to watch this back. I haven't watched this one yet. I thought it was yeah. ahead. Only, well, I, got, I still kind of but... I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have watched this live, but 23 years ago, so I don't remember a damn thing about it. Uh, and I don't know what the card is. I forgot to look. I looked it up originally when I booked this, but it's been months since I put it on the schedule. I'm so going to go on a limb and say there's not 40,000 people in the stadium either, I mean, even though this is a hot time. But yeah, I keep wrong. probably not. Yeah, uh, but. That's that. And closing out the month, October 26th, we're bringing you TNA Bound for Glory 2005. One more BFG to close the month out. The first and BFG. This was, and this was the one, didn't you say, there? The Kevin Nash was supposed to be there, got hurt, and he got replaced. Yep. It's a thing. I watched that one somewhat recently. There is a uh, yeah. lots of tomfoolery that happens in the world title scene in that one. And I'm, like uh, a couple of guys pulled double duty. Quite a few guys pulled double duty. <laughs> Oh, well, before, yeah. Before yeah. that. Well, that does it for today. Thank oh, and real quick, real quick, huh? it's got one of the biggest gaps in the history of pro wrestling on this show. I forgot about that. I won't spoil really? it. It's got I think I know what you're talking gaps. about. Yeah, I think you do too. It's like, wow, this happened. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I'll have to keep my eye out for that when I watch it back. You'll know when you see it, I promise. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, thank you for being here today, Kyle. Of course, thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, I got yeah, I got some payback because uh, you've had me on your show a couple times, and uh, I like getting on there and uh, discussing old uh, old wrestling with you as well, and in, in your format. Uh, where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, this show is definitely a lot better than uh, Fall Brawl '95. That's for sure. Oh, but <laughs> oh, so uh, such a high bar. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but uh, <laughs> yes, the Apron Bump podcast. You can check me out wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube as well. Uh, ApronBump.com will take you to wherever you need uh, for all my full episodes. Apron Bump on all social medias. Ted Troy on a few times, as he mentioned, covered uh, Fall Brawl 95 and a uh, recent episode covering Ring of Honor in June of 2003. So that kind of uh, encapsulates the, the variety you get on my show. There's some Monday Night War stuff, some old school Ring of Honor, old school TNA, some independent stuff, uh, Ruthless Aggression stuff. So if you want retro wrestling, like like you said, you know, if you enjoy this show, you might enjoy me a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, go check it out. Yeah, and you always I'm gonna start got, going uh, through some of your archives guests. listening, by the way. So Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time sometimes. That's yeah, a good listening. Some podcasts get... are my workout podcast because I get into it and I forget I'm working out. It's perfect. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start talking more <laughs> aggressively for you. Yeah, I, I, know, I appreciate the way it is. It's, it's perfect. Like uh, the, way, the way it rolls, I forget I'm working out. I'm just listening to wrestling. It's like, great. So it's 
Yeah. <laughs> it really helps. Yeah, you get it's to work out and you can. You, you you get to work out and hear uh, hear Kyle talk about uh, his lactose intolerant ice cream farts. So there you go. <laughs> uh, that, uh, I I heard that. I was like, how long are you going to talk about this this time? I was like, what the Not hell? Not long enough. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna talk about it longer and longer each episode. Yeah, I'm a huge Big Bang Theory fan. And I've heard Leonard say it a million times, so I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh Lord. Anyway, uh, and thank you as always for being here, Greg. Yep. And we will see you all next time, next week for Double Main Event Week, where we bring you Halloween Havoc 97 and Raw from October 11th, 1999. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.